0: Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast, where we equip girls in knowing their identity and calling. I'm your host, Caroline Hare, the founder of Waves Girls Conference. It's a joy to bring some encouraging conversations, messages, and coaching that will give girls tools for life and ministry. We believe that you can start making waves for Christ in your home, community, and world today. We have some amazing guests that are doing just that. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to ask that you would leave a five-star review and share this episode with at least one friend that you think might like it or need it. I'd also love to connect with you on Instagram, so find me at Caroline Hare or at Waves Girls Conference. Okay, let's get on with our conversation. Wow, I cannot believe that we are on season five of our Waves Ministry podcast. Uh, My name is Caroline Hare. I'm your host. And I am the founder of Waves Girls Conference, and I just you know when I think about this podcast, it is something that we never actually intentionally set out to do in the beginning. Um, it it actually came to be a podcast because every year at our girls conference in Destin, we always have a panel where we answer questions from girls where they've written in things about life and just questions about faith and life in general. And one year in particular, we had so many questions flood in. We just were not able to tackle them all, and so we decided to start answering them on Instagram TV, and then that just kind of spun into this podcast, and here we are at season five of our Waves Ministry podcast, and this year, our, or this season, our fifth season, we really felt like it was time to get back to our values because You know, values, it's a thing. Like you need core values. You need mission statements. That's a thing. And these are things that are really important. And I think for all of us, we should have core values that lead and guide us in our lives. And hopefully they are founded on the truth of Jesus Christ and his word. Um, And WAVES is no exception to that. We have our own core values. And so the word WAVES actually stands for several different core values of ours. We believe that we are worshipers advancing They're vocal girls, we're engaged, and we are solid. And so we want to do all those things and have those as our core values as we want to make Waves for Christ. But before we dig into that, if you don't know me, my name is Caroline, and I am the founder of Waves. I've been doing student ministry for about 15 years. I grew up in the church. I've loved Jesus since I was in fifth grade. So hey, church girls, um, if you are not a church girl and you haven't grown up in the faith, I just want you to know, I've had my own days where I have not been perfect. So don't think that it's Little Miss Perfect on this microphone. That's not true. Um, I'm just an average girl, just like any of you. I live in Destin, Florida, and I'm a youth pastor during the day. And I do a lot of different things, um, whether it be writing or podcast or speaking elsewhere, girls conferences um, as well. And so At the end of the day, I love my golden doodle, I love Destin, Florida, I love the beach, and I love to travel. Those are some things about me. One of the things you should also know about me is whenever it comes to a road trip, I love a good road trip. I love whether I'm flying or driving, I love to jam out. Who doesn't love to jam out? Um, whenever I'm on a plane, I love just putting my headphones on and just like falling asleep and and just chilling, or maybe it's journaling as I listen to music. Um, but I also love being able to listen to music in the car as I'm driving. I have a road trip coming up in a month or so, and I cannot wait to jam out. Some of my favorite things to jam out to is I love listening to Tim McGraw, old school Tim McGraw music. Roll Tide. That's all I can say. I love it. Um, I love some Britney Spears. I love some Backstreet Boys. Anything 90s and early 2000s, I can totally get into. I love me some Beyonce. Like, come on. What girl doesn't like Beyonce? Um, love on top being literally my favorite. Um, those are just some of the things that I like to jam out to. I know that some people, I like to listen to worship music too, but there comes that point in a road trip where you just need some music that's going to pick you up. Right. And so, um, those are some of my favorites. When I think about impactful times at the beach, I, I think about so many different times that I've spent at the beach where it's like, the water is beautiful, the sunrise or the sunset is gorgeous, or maybe I'm out on a boat or out in the water just floating around. Um, I know that the beach impacts me in a great way. And the thing that I love about the beach is that it immediately calms me down. Um, if I need to just be calm for a few minutes, you know you will find me at the beach. And so when I think about the question of what is the most impactful time spent at the beach, I think a lot of times the most impactful time that I can think of is whenever I've ended up there in a moment of distress. I can think about one specific time in general. Um, I had just finished working out and I went to the beach and I just needed some answers. I just needed some answers from God. And I'm sitting there, I'm breathing in the salty air and looking at this beautiful water And I see these dolphins that pop up and it just reminded me of just the majesty of God, how big he is, um, how, how much he cares about me, even though he's a big God, he cares about the details of my life. And I was reminded of that in that moment. And I sat there with my blanket and I'm like journaling and I'm asking the Lord some questions and he just spoke such truth to my heart. Um, I love the beach because it's an area and a place where you can clear your mind You can breathe deep and you can really just focus in on how big your God is compared to what your problems are that you're facing. You know, whenever I think about making waves for Christ, I get asked this question all the time. How does one go about making waves? Like, how do you do that? Um, I think a lot of times it's not even like you set out and you're like, you know what? Today I'm going to make an impact. So many times I think making waves is actually just living your life day after day, being obedient to what God has called you to do in that day, in that moment, in that season, at that time. And so I think one of the most important things about making waves for Christ is being engaged with God. If you are walking into a situation, you're paying attention to what he's asked you to do for that day at that time, then you are automatically going to be making an impact. If you are super leaned in while you're at the store or while you're in line getting food in the cafeteria, you are going to be making an impact somehow with the people around you. Um, Maybe it's that you're not freaking out when everyone else is freaking out about a test because you are standing on the promises that your peace is in God. It doesn't matter what you make on that test. At the end of the day, you're a child of God. Maybe that is just the simple thing that is making waves, that people see that you are different and you're not freaking out like everyone else about the test. So much of making waves is the key thing that I like to say a lot, which is pray, listen, obey, repeat. Pray, listen, obey, repeat. It's just that simple. Um, When I think about core values that you need in order to be making waves for Christ, I think about that pray, listen, obey, repeat. Um, Obedience is key um because so many times we we know what to do or we read the bible and we see it and we're like but I don't want to do that and the reality is god is after our hearts he cares about us and he cares about us being on a relationship and journey with him and so so much of the core values that i believe that are needed is that you got to be a worshipper of who god is like you and that doesn't mean just like i listen to worship music all the time that's not it It's that you worship him in all of your life, the way that you live, the way that you respond to people, um, the way that you spend your time, the things you look at, all of those things are ways that you can worship God. I believe that um, a core value to be making waves for Christ is that you're advancing, like you're moving forward. And I don't just mean like you're taking territory for the kingdom, although that is good. Um, I mean, you're advancing in your faith. You're growing in your faith. You're growing in your belief in God. You're growing in your understanding of who he is. You're growing in your relationship with God. You're growing in learning how to love others. Well, you are advancing in all those areas. And I believe as you are advancing in your relationship with God, you advance the kingdom. It is a natural repeat effect that as you advance with your relationship with God, it then advances the kingdom. The other thing I think, um, about whenever it comes to core values and, uh, making waves for Christ, I think about being vocal and I don't just mean sitting with a microphone. I mean, like being able to respond, um, vocally speaking the word of God over your life, vocally accepting his promises, vocally coming into alignment with what God has said and what he is agreeing with your life, um. Being vocal also can mean that you speak up when other people are silent. Another core value of making waves for Christ is being engaged, and I mean being fully engaged, like you're not sitting on the sidelines, you're not arms crossed, like you are all in. Jim Elliott has a beautiful quote that he said, he's a missionary in Ecuador, and he said, wherever you are, be all there, live to the hilt, everything you believe to be the will of God. To me, that is ultimate engagement, engagement with God, engagement with others, like that you are engaging with the Lord and engaging with other people. Solid. Solid. That's another core value. I think that being solid, um, it just doesn't mean that like you are not transparent. It means like, man, that you are who you say you are. Like if you say you are this, then you are this. If you say you are that, then you are that. And that you're solidly who you say you are, you are completely transparent, but also solid in knowing who you are in Christ, like that nothing can shake you. Like everything that can be shaken will be shaken. But the truth is, is one who knows who they are in Christ cannot be shaken. And so I think being solid and knowing that you have a firm foundation in God, that is a core value of making waves. Um, Whenever it comes to, um, waves, we want to make sure that every girl knows their identity and their calling. And so, you know, I think about everybody comes upon understanding their identity and their calling at different time spans of life. And I think about when I came to first know my identity um, in Christ, I was actually a very young girl. I was in fifth grade. Some of you are older than that right now, and that is okay. Some of you may be even younger than that, and you're listening. But in fifth grade, I remember coming to fully understand. I was reading the book of Mark. The words of Jesus and the life of Jesus was coming to life for me. It wasn't just words on a page. It was actually starting to come to life for me. And I was understanding that Jesus was who he said that he was. Um, And for some reason, there was one night I was in bed and I was praying before bed And I remember just the Holy Spirit came over me and I fully understood and surrendered to the fact that I was a child of God, that I, that I was born and made in God's image and that I am a light bearer for him. And it was like, my life was completely changed. And I think the next step that I did was I immediately um, wanted to be baptized. I wanted to have that outward exchange of significance of saying, Hey, I am a new person. I'm a new creation. And I did that. But then the next thing that I did was I went to the Bible and I wanted to learn who I was. I was like, I'm going to read this thing and I'm going to figure out who I am as a person of God, as a child of God. And that really helped shape my identity and understanding who I was. Now, when I first started to understand my calling, man, That was a journey. (laughs) I think about the first time I really started to think about um, really wanting to do any sort of thing in ministry or with teenagers. I just knew that in middle school I wanted to be around my youth interns. In high school I wanted to be around my youth interns at my youth group. We would have these interns that would come on our youth staff in the summers and they would hang with us kids and then they'd go back to college. And I remember just really connecting with the girls that were the youth interns. They would be leading Bible studies and I'd hang out with them and I'd ask them about life and I would want to see like how they did life. At the same time, I remember going to an adult women's Bible study and seeing this woman preach and teach and pray with authority and with just knowing the word of God. And I remember in the car ride home, I was in ninth grade. I remember looking at my mom saying, are women allowed to do that? I think I want to do that. And I remember that being kind of the first year, that ninth grade year was the first time I really started to feel like, Hmm, there might be something here. And it really just grew, grew from there. You know, um, a waves girl embodies those core values. I talked about a waves girl is a worshiper. A waves girl is advancing. She's vocal, she's engaged and she's solid. Um, I've, I've been on a journey of learning how to walk those out in my home community and world, you know, in my home, um, in my hometown and in my own house, my mom is a believer. Um, my dad is a believer, um, my stepmom and my sister and my family is believers, but everybody is on their own journey of walking that out. Right. And how surrendered they do or do not want to be for me. So many times, uh, walking that out in my home has looked like serving whether it be serving whenever I go home for a family reunion, giving a listening ear to one of my cousins, um, Sometimes it looks like me just privately worshiping and being consistent and getting up in the mornings (laughs) and spending time with the Lord. And sometimes it means me having patience when I don't want to have patience. Um, But sometimes it's meant that I I take family members along with me um, to different things where I'm going to be learning and growing. And I'm like, I'm trying to advance my faith. You want to come? Maybe sometimes it's been that whenever there's a struggle going on in my family, I pray with one of them. Um, I've had several different family members be sick in the last couple of years, and I've had to boldly step out and say, can I pray for you? It would be easy for me to pray for a student or for one of you, but asking your own family, sometimes that can be intimidating. But for me, that was a good first step with some of them. Engaging with them. Sometimes that just means being all there, like being completely all in that, you know, it. I have all these other things I could be doing. I could be at a football game. I could be hanging with friends. I could be working out. But whenever I'm with family, I wanna put my phone away and I wanna focus in and pay attention to them. And so maybe for you, you're walking it out and making waves at your home level is by truly engaging with your family when it's family time. Maybe for you, it's that they see you walk through trials and you're unshakable in your faith. Um, Now, whenever it comes to the community, how do you walk out those core values in your own community? It's one thing to do it in your household and, and all of that. Like there's not a ton of risk there, but whenever it starts to get outside your house or outside the church building, woo, you know, um, whenever it comes to that, that's a whole new thing. So it's a thing. Walking it out in your community. So worshiping in your community could mean that you choose to maybe not participate in some of the same things that everybody else participates in. Maybe that's your act of worship. Maybe your act of worship is that you, you know, you actually do post about youth on Tuesday night or Wednesday night or Sunday night. Maybe it's that you do decide to put a scripture on the front of your binder for the class that you struggle in the most because you need to be reminded of that. And that's your way of like being outward with it. Maybe it's that you get a couple of friends on your basketball team and y'all pray together every week before the game. Um, and that is just an outward focus and like, Hey guys, like this is important and this is where our faith lies. It's not in our own abilities. It's not in our own strength or even in our team or our coach. It's in God. Um, Sometimes uh, walking out, making waves in your own community through advancing, those are ways that you can worship and advance or be vocal um, and you can engage with others. Maybe it's that you're fully present whenever your friend needs you. I know that I've had moments where I have been at the gym working out and there's this girl that I would see every single week and we would talk and we'd chit chat and I mean very surface level but whenever she went through a breakup she knew who to ask prayer for and her prayer from and that was me maybe that's you on your team uh, whenever it comes to making waves in your world you never know the type of ripple effect that you, one person's impact can have on somebody else that then goes out into the world and they could be changing the world. Maybe it's for you that you want to make that huge impact and you feel called to the nations. If you do awesome, then I say, get on with it. You can start today. You can start um, encouraging other ministries or sowing into them or Sharing about them, or just highlighting and giving information on those areas, um, maybe your impact on the world is that you start something local that then ends up impacting lots of people that are all over the nation. Um, I just want to encourage you not to get so focused on going elsewhere, but focusing on right here will then impact the other places around you and the world outside of your window, <laughs> literally. Um, When I think of all these things, I just want to encourage you that you do not have to wait. You can start making waves for Christ today. And so this series, this season, we are talking all about our core values. We're talking about what it means to have your identity and calling in God and what it means to be worshipers, advancing, vocal, engaged, solid, and we're talking about all those things and how we can make an impact on our world. We have some amazing guests that are going to be hopping on to our podcast. We have Brenna Canice, who is our worship leader for Waves. We have Chadi Orozco, who is speaking at Waves in November. Um, we have Ainsley Britton that's going to be on here. Miss Ainsley B. We have Monica Marshall. Um, we have Jamie Lynn. Uh, my friend from college is going to be jumping on, Pastor Eric Pardon. We have Alicia Edwards. We have Allison Goolsby, and then a few other surprises. So you don't want to miss out on this season. Tune in every single Wednesday, 8 a.m. Central Time. Podcast, new episodes will be released. We can't wait to dig in with you. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.